Welcome to Her Fantasy Football. Woohoo! Week seven. Make sure to hop over to herfantasyfootball.com and check us out on iTunes and give us a nice comment and a five star ranking would be muchly appreciated. We're also on ESPNW and on Twitter if you want to chat us up at HerFantasyFB. I'm your host, Courtney Kirby. And I'm Ashley Williams. And I'm Brandon Lee. And per usual, we're going to go matchup by matchup to help you set your lineup for week seven. Let you know straight up, Philadelphia Eagles and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are on by. So get them out of your lineups. Get them out. So it's like tears. The moment you start to feel good about LaShawn McCoy. I know. I know. Out. (laughs) Actually, I was just thinking, oh, thank God I don't have to talk about the Eagles this week. Because it's so. Needed a break. It's part of my job. Yeah. And yeah, so I mean, and then we only have Vincent Jackson really on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, so you're fine. We're good. We should like have a buy ourselves each week where we get to pick one team that we just can't mentally talk about that week again. Oh, that's a good idea, Ashley. I know that's a good one. I kind of did that this week, but in a good way. (laughs) You'll see. Keep listening. (laughs) I bet I can guess. (laughs) Well, let's just really who bears. Yep. <laughs> so predictable. Oh, Brandon. Sorry. Was it, it wasn't. What is there to talk about? It's just it true. Bears. It's true. It's totally true. I could do the same with the Colts, really. Um, I could do the same with the Titans. Oh, just every it. every week. It's so good. Every week. I have a- <laughs> I like, we have a lot of Titans uh, Twitter followers. We actually. do. And, uh, yeah. And a lot, a lot. A lot. Kind of like, I mean, Titans are kind of the, the team that people maybe don't remember that they have a lot of fans, but they're hardcore. Yeah, it's like Jacksonville. Like stat heavy. At the draft, it was like yeah. full of Jacksonville everywhere. fans everywhere. everywhere. And we're like, I didn't even know there was that many out there to start with. And then they're all at the draft. It was yeah. awesome. It was so much fun. With Like, I was cheering was for Jacksonville fun. during the draft. Yeah. It was very exciting. Free Bortles, right? Free Bortles. <laughs> Hashtag it. <laughs> now is free Anton Smith. Yeah. So we'll get there. We'll get I there. go on a rampage about this one later. Ah! <laughs> so, I'm really excited to unleash. That's now the Anton Smith move. Just, I don't understand. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. You know what else is good? Thursday night football. It's my daughter's favorite. By the way, we have trained her. I shouldn't say trained. She is a human, but um, (laughs) what we have, we've trained her very well. And she, whenever there's a touchdown, she does her touchdown dance. She's like the hands behind the head, and she does like the hip wave, and then she goes semi Watkins, just like that, and she's four. It's like the best thing. I'm gonna record it and I'll put it. Sammy Watkins. I'll put it on the show. Why him? I don't know. He did absolutely nothing last week either, but. Uh, I have them on a couple of my teams, and it's and it, yeah, I mean it's just it's just totally appropriate. So I mean, she doesn't even. I guess she's a semi buffs or Buffalo fan now. So, but yeah. Did you see the guy who did the one from the Geico commercial? The best Geico commercial, the cold cuts guy. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking no. about? Yeah. Get your cold, Get cuts. cold cuts. Get the cold cuts. Get the cold cuts. Yeah. Cold cuts. Woo! Yeah. 
Uh, he did that dance where he like smacked down the cold cuts and did the dance and the touchdown. I can't, I can't remember who it was. It's from now Buffalo. I feel like a failure, but I can't remember. But it was so good. Carson, I, I caught it out of the corner of my eye, and Carson was like, "That's the cold cuts dance." <laughs> that is my favorite. The one in the grocery the store. My, yeah. Yes. Right. 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 Okay. Woo! Yeah. Woo! Forty-four, ladies. Forty-four. We some, <laughs> well, we get some cold I'll cuts tell you, today. I'll tell you, it is priceless. When my <laughs> four-year-old and two-year-old have their hands behind the head and they're doing the thrip, the hip thrust while saying, "Touchdown, touchdown, <laughs> Sammy Watkins." It's like, we've trained them. Very she won't well. do it in the house though, Brad, and she refuses to show no, us the touchdown dance. Too many it's people. Reserved. Oh, it's only at the Kirby mm-hmm. house. Yeah, the Kirby not house. Another. Yes, absolutely, right. absolutely. But it, it's it's right. a good time. VIP. Yeah. Uh, so every wow. week it's something new with her and her and her fantasy football addiction. So she might have become part of the family league here sooner than later. <laughs> really sad. Remember when if I my asked you guys how old? Not, not... Remember, like when you, you guys first had her, she was like a little baby. Like, she was. Adorable, was like, so how old would? Yeah, how old would she have to be before she joins the family league? And you're like, she will never be in the family. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay. Well, the mom was like, we could have a kid league, and I'm like, with the two children. Right. I'm gonna have <laughs> to keep popping out babies. I know. That's right. For them to be able or to. Brandon and I have to step up our game. <laughs> pressure, pressure's on, and you know who who else has pressure on them this week? Mr. Rex be? Ryan, the New York uh, Jets one and five, the New England Patriots four and two. This is one of my favorite games of the year. I love this game, and I'm happy it's on Thursday night, so I don't have to watch Red Zone and get distracted because he, I love them. He was getting some the flack, Jets, that is uh, Rex Ryan this week. Well, he wasn't getting as much flack as a general manager. I will say, so I spent last Sunday, it was awesome, at the Fantasy Zone, uh, part of DirecTV this year, brand new, very, very cool. I spent the whole day there. They have, like, uh, reclining seats, and you can watch eight screens. And I went with my friend Peter Kimball, who's a rocket scientist and probably one of the smartest people I've ever met. And he turned to me at five seconds in, and he's like, this is a little much for me. <laughs> my brain cannot compute eight screens. <laughs> like he just, he was totally overwhelmed. It was awesome. In the best way possible. But it was like, and he kept saying, I just, I, I, I don't, I don't know where to look. I, I don't, Too I much. don't know. So anyway, it was, it was fabulous. Uh, but uh, a bunch of Jets fans were there because I live in New York City and fan zones in New York City. And it was so interesting. I said, you know, what do you think about Rex Ryan? And there was a group of them that were like, well, one like the spokesman of the group. It's like, well, he's gonna get fired, and then he's gonna go somewhere else, and he's gonna win the Super Bowl in two years, and we're just gonna have to sit here. That's what. That's what I think. <laughs> I was like, bitterness. I love it. But I can't disagree. He was like, I'm sorry. What he does with the talent is crazy because he has no talent, no talent at all. It's crazy. I was like, I can't disagree, except for Eric Decker, the one play him if you got him. <laughs> the one. I've transitioned. So Eric Decker is proving he does not need Peyton Manning to be the only person passing the ball. So the fact that he is getting these stats, um, if when he's healthy, when he's hurt, it's very clear. But when he's healthy, he's a must start, literally, every single week. He sat out one game due to injury, um, and then he had one game, uh, and that was this one game with less than four receptions. So not bad. Um, last week he caught six of ten targets for 54 yards and a touchdown. You have to play him, especially if you're in PPR league. Every week. As far as gut calls are concerned, I'm going to say, Chris Ivory, I'm sorry. 
Last week, he only rushed for seven yards on eight attempts and caught one pass for 14 yards. That's hideous. Brutal. It's hideous. What I will say is that the, the Patriots' defense is weakest against the run as compared to the pass. And for some reason, the Jets usually play okay against the Patriots the first time they play them in a season. They do. This and is always a good matchup. Sense, Rex Ryan really plans well for the Patriots. I think it really gets under Bill Belichick's skin, and it's very fun. It's so uh, fun. On top of that, <laughs> Courtney's like jumping her skin. She's like, I can't wait. Uh, Jason Morrow had a coming out party. Uh, he was great yeah. last week. So he caught 10 of his 12 targets for 68 yards and a touchdown. Um, you know, if he had a better quarterback situation, I'd be more excited about this rookie tight end. Wait, there's a quarterback but- problem <laughs> with the Jets? You know, I no. call it. But if you need a Jimmy Graham replacement, because, yes, and we're going to dive deeper into this, the reports from Ian Rappaport, and um, it was confirmed by Pro Football Focus, is that uh, Jimmy Graham's going to likely be out two to three weeks, not coming back until November. If you're in a sad, sad spot, and you're in a deep league, and there aren't a lot of people to pick up, Jason Morrow might be your guy. The Pats give up the 11th fewest points to tight ends, but, yeah. And as far as bench warmers are concerned, Geno Smith, he's like, he built the bench. Yep. Built it. So, um, yowza. And Patriots gave up the third fewest fantasy points anyway. He wouldn't even be close. And then Chris Johnson. I mean, I told you to Chris, drop Chris Johnson, so hopefully he's not on your roster anymore. But over the last two weeks, he's averaging 16.5 yards rushing and zero receiving yards. In fact, he had negative receiving yards one of the weeks. Makes me sad. So... Um, there are a lot of upside running backs out there right now, like the Anton Smiths, Brandon Olivers, you know, even Storm Johnson from Jacksonville. At least take a chance on someone. I, I think the Chris Johnson thing is, is getting out of control. Out of control. Brady people must starts for the New England Patriots. So back, he's I back, I guess. He's back, yeah. And I'm afraid of saying this because of the whole Eli um, situation last week. The second I say stardom, totally it's like bam. Um, yeah, we're talking. I'm not comparing Brady to Manning, but you know, Lord, come on, say loving. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but the good thing is, is he's playing the Jets, who give up the second most fantasy points to quarterbacks. Yep. Awesome. So after last week, you're like, yes, that's why I drafted him. Yes, that's why I traded for him. Yes, that's why I picked him off the waiver wires, which happened in a lot of leagues this last week. So. Um, we're going to start on this week. Fantasy gold. Love it. Rob Gronkowski, another solid game for Gronk. Woohoo! Now he yep. left the game, and we all thought, oh, Gronk's back, right? Injury happened, but he came back. He's fine. Ooh. Yeah, 94 yards receiving. So we're going to play him. It was nerve-wracking. It was. It was. Mm. It was. I was playing mm. against Gronk, so I was like, I had, like, a celebration moment, and then it was like, ah, he's back on the field. You know what? Gronk owners deserve for him to go down. (laughs) That's why you drafted him. You knew. That's why you drafted him. I'm also a Gronk owner. I'm fully expecting him to go down at some point. It's just when. Absolutely. Absolutely. And sadly, who did go down last weekend? Stephen Ridley. Yeah. Out in the third quarter with a torn ACL and MCL. And will be out for the rest of the season. Very sad for Ridley. Ridley, but very exciting for Vereen. Now, I say that, but Belichick is still his coach. So just temper your expectations. Um, He could be the only running back, and he could still see only six touches. So just just prepare. Just prepare. I'm going to go ahead and put the New England defense at number one this week. 
Um, they're playing the Jets. <laughs> so enough said, right? Um, Stephen Goskowski, another double-digit game for Goskowski. I mean, he's amazing. Must start every week. Julian Edelman. Edelman finally got into the double digits last week with 91 yards receiving and a 10-yard run. Woohoo! Um, the bad news is he really hasn't made a big play in weeks, and as long as he is seeing over 10 targets, I mean, I'm still going to start him. So we have him ranked 18th. I think that's where he should fall. But who really showed up last week was Brandon LaFell. Yeah. Bam. Uh, I thought he was going to come out at the beginning move. of the season, and then he did nothing. And then finally, you yeah. know why? Because Belichick's the coach. Um, he got the ball. So just buyer beware. You know, you, one good game does not mean a good season, people. Does not mean a good season. And the bench, well. I put my wallet back in my purse. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't buy that. <laughs> yeah. Back in my purse. <laughs> uh, nobody really is on the bench because we're playing the Jets and it's Thursday night football. So, hey. We finally didn't s- have a blowout game, which was shocking. It looked it that was, way at the beginning. I was yeah, like, it did. Oh, and it was man. a great game. It was a good really, one. Really fun. So, I mean, that's so fun to me because I played T.Y. Hilton and um, Arian Foster that night. But, you know, it's okay. I got over it. We're going to move on to the Atlanta Falcons 2-4, and four, the Baltimore Ravens 4-2. and two. Yeah, so playing a few Gottams, I've got Julio Jones. He didn't have a great week last week. He only scored six points, which was his worst yeah. week yet. But if that's your worst week, you know, it's not. you can't really complain about that. He is actually leading the league in targets and in receptions. So yeah. good things have to come from that, right? Like it's science. Something <laughs> good has Let's to come from that. for the Falcons. I mean, I'm being optimistic, but something good's going to happen. Keep him in. My gut calls is Anton Smith. Yes. And, uh, I thought this rant was a little bit later, so I'm really glad that my very first one I'm going to talk about is going to be a complete bitch fest. Anyway, Anton <laughs> Smith should be in the starting category, but he is still not getting the touches that he should. I think the Falcons are literally trying to give me an aneurysm with this idiotic backfield usage. I am not playing nice anymore about this. unbelievable. Smith is the... This was crazy. He's actually the 10th highest scoring running back in the entire... Out of all the running backs in the league right now. The 10th highest. And he's a third string guy. He has fewer touches all season long than DeMarco Murray's one game last week. Murray had 29 touches, Anton had 23 total. And Anton Smith only is one touchdown fewer than DeMarco Murray, who is the leading running back in the league. Can so- like, I feel like I'm literally taking crazy pills. Can someone explain to me what part of this the Falcons are not understanding? No, the Falcons are taking crazy pills. Yeah. They are making crazy pills in their basement, like Breaking Bad style, and they're really dangerous pills, and no one should take them. Hence it's- why they're two and four. It's it's yeah. crazy. I, mean, I, I can't, I can't comprehend it. I don't get it. They even said that, oh, well, maybe we should give him more touches. They literally said that last week, and he did not. This is a perfect example of a team I, full of talent but not using them properly. Anyway, he has to be in the gut calls Absolutely. because he literally gets, he averages three touches a game. So, I mean, I can't put someone in, in a must-start category who only gets just three touches a game. Luckily, he breaks off for a big run every single time, but... Naturally, there's going to be a week where he doesn't score a touchdown, and then you are going to get—he's going to zero out on you. He will zero out because they're not giving enough points. So, in protest, I've started him two weeks. 
We started him last week. And he I'm going to continue. That was 12 points. I mean, he's fantastic. Get it together, it's Falcons. It's a protest. It's a protest. It's unbelievable. He's <laughs> like, oh my gosh, why? You know what's funny is I had to look up how to say his name. It's Anton Smith. Because I kept hearing it multiple oh. ways. And what's funny about it is that his entire team calls him Tone. He's like, oh, yeah, it's been like mispronounced my entire life, so I don't even bother changing it. He's like, it's confusing because my mom calls me Ton, my team calls me Tone, I go by both. Anyway. <laughs> so, you know. That's cool. The guy's amiable. Yeah, it's amiable. Yeah. It's likable. Give, him, give him the damn ball. Anyway. Give him the ball. Uh, <laughs> whatever his name is, give him the right. ball. Ugh. On to Roddy. Much less exciting. Um, I also have in my gut call section... He didn't have a bad game, you know, he, you know, the Ravens get the seventh most points to wide out, so that's why I have him in the gut call section, even though he, you know, was just kind of subpar, so that's what's that. Bench warmer, Steven Jackson, I'm not even going to go into that, we all know how I feel about that, he scored two points and is the starting back, I can't. And then Matt Ryan, broke my heart, ugh, but here's the thing, he's just not playing well on the road, when you look at his actual stats, he does okay at home, and the road is horrendous, so he's on the road, Against the Ravens, who allow the tenth fewest points to opposing quarterbacks, you need to keep shelf them for next week, guys. Can't you can't go there. Shelf them. Shelf them. Go ahead and shelf them for Mr. Yeah. Joe Flacco. What? Yeah. What? Five yeah. touchdowns. And I'm half? in a two quarterback league. Two quarterback league with Joe Flacco and Andrew Luck. Mm. Boom. Guessing mm. you won that game. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's Even with CJ Spiller. Well, you know what? I said, play Flacco. And look what happened. He was fantastic. And I just, I mean, 300 yards and five touchdowns, five. Five. It was, it was amazing. Half. Yeah. Four in yeah. one quarter. It was really awesome. And he passed the ball to everybody. Everybody got a little bit. Everybody just got a little something, something. Mm. Um, and it was just great. So start him. <laughs> Yep. Start him. Steve Smith, senior triple S every day. Every Love day. Him. Except for one. He is the best story in the NFL this year, I just have to say. I'm just like all about him. You know, it's another great game for Smith against the Buccaneers last week with 110 yards and a touchdown. He continue, continues to impress me. He's in your lineup. Justin yeah. Forsett, and again, this is a running back by committee, but Forsett is clearly the better running back. So we're going to start him, you yes. guys. The 11th ranked quarterback, I'm running back. He's in double digits, again, for the third game in a row. Why not? Do it, people. He's playing against the Falcons, who give up the most points to running backs. This is a no-brainer. Bad. Um, Agreed. Justin Tucker, the kicker, we're going to play him. We're also uh, in my gut calls Mr. Torrey Smith decided to show up. Right after we dropped him. Right after everybody (laughs) dropped him. 51 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Now, with that said, he has only had one other game with double digits. I mean, he looked good, and they want to get him the ball more, so there's the potential of him to have another okay game against the Falcons who give up the 13th most fantasy points to wide receivers. Um, so if you need that third wide receiver or a flex, um, I guess you could stretch this far. He's very much a boomer, a bust, and I wouldn't start him, but he is in gut calls. Bernard Pierce is in gut calls as well, just for the fact that, again, you know, 
They give up a lot of points to running backs. He definitely, you know, last week he had 32 yards and a touchdown, so he's not like an awful start. Um, we're going to go to the bench. Owen Daniels. Why? 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 It was like the perfect equation for you last week, and you were awful. Just awful. Awful. You're going to get on the bench. You know what? It's just they give up the second fewest fantasy points to tight ends. The Falcons do. You're done. Done to me. At least for this week. Maybe next week you'll be back and get calls. But we got the Tennessee Titans 2-4, and the Washington Redskins 1-5. and Game of the week. Game of the week. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) So bad. Um, Play if you got him, Delaney Walker. Um, The past weeks have been kind of ho-hum for him. But he's still the fifth highest scoring tight end. So you have to play him. And the Redskins (laughs) give up the 10th most points to tight ends. I think we all remember the game against the Giants when Larry Donnell went off for three touchdowns. And Daniel Fells, another one of their tight ends, got a touchdown as well. So things are looking up for Delaney Mm -hmm. Walker this week. Uh, Got calls. I've got Justin Hunter and Kendall Wright. Okay. Everyone is riding high on the Kendall Wright train, and I just cannot hop on this steamrolling wreck with you. I can't do it. (laughs) I'm in a a mood today. Anyway. Um... But this is like the day that you benched all of the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, was yeah still, that was a good moment. Which was still a good that call. That was a good it day. was still a good call that week. Anyway, Wright has only had two <laughs> nice games. And on paper, he should be capable of actually having a good game this week because the Redskins give up the yeah. 12th most points to wideouts. But he zeroed out on you last week. And other than the game against Cleveland and Kansas City, he scored 20 points against Cleveland, Twenty, sorry, 10 against Kansas City. He has scored... No more than four points. He's averaging around three points a game. That is far too risky for me. You know, and if I if I was feeling risky, I would go Justin Hunter because at least Justin Hunter is actually playing really well with Whitehurst, whereas Kendall Wright is kind of you know like. Eh. So if you're gonna if you're gonna roll the dice on one of them, I would say Justin Hunter. Bench Sean Green. I'm just throwing this out there that he's injured. Um, he's expected to come back week eight again. As we all know, Green has basically zero fantasy value for you. I'm just mentioning him for all those Sankey lovers out there because it does impact Sankey. Oh. Which takes me to my third rant of the day. <laughs> oh. All right, I will grant you that six points was actually more than I anticipated him getting this week. <laughs> That's sad. Um, it was more than I thought he would get. And he's going to be the, you know, the big man in town again this week because Green won't be playing. But Washington line is tough, and they give up the fourth fewest points thus far this year, and Sankey is not even remotely exceptional enough to be better than the average back. No. And you know this to be true. And there are, for some reason, I don't know what it is, but there's always some Twitter people every, you know, Sunday, like, oh, should I start this person, this person, or Sankey, this person, this person, or Sankey? And there is someone that's always like, Sankey, Sankey. And I'm like, always. That's the one person on the, the list way, of five. And I'm like, why are you our Twitter handle? this person? Do you ever notice that people answer questions for us on our Twitter handle? Yeah, it's interesting. It's really fascinating. And and they're always the opposite of what I would do. Always. <laughs> always. You know who you are. <laughs> totally. Sankey. Well, you're the guy who keeps saying Sankey. Yeah. Yep. By the way, we will never pick Sankey. No, I will never pick Sankey. I won't. Not this season. That's not happening. You know what? I would maybe pick Steven Jackson over Sankey. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this down right now. I would pick Steven 
Jackson, who we all know I strongly advise against, over Sankey. So don't ask me if you should start Sankey again on Twitter. All right? Just don't do it. Anyway. I think this is like Murphy's choice or Sophie's choice. Sophie's choice, yeah. Murphy's choice. But like the opposite, where it's like both so bad that I can't make the choice. Yeah, nice. Well. But I think she did choose, didn't she? I don't know. I haven't seen that movie. I know of it. It's an Oscar nominated film. Let's do a Meryl Streepathon. There it is. After football season. There's no death becomes her, but, you know. (laughs) Absolutely not. Moving on. Her best work. (laughs) Washington Redskins. All right. Play me if you got him. Jordan Reed. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. So, you're going to be biting your nails all game long, cringing every time he gets tackles out of fear that he is going to be injured and out for weeks. And this is a legitimate fear. And you should feel this way. You should not feel good about putting Jordan Reed into your lineup. Nonetheless, he is a flame if you got him. He was the, yeah, I feel great about him. He was the ninth highest scoring wide uh, tight end last week, which was the same amount of points as Mr. Gronkowski, I'd like to say. Um, and he's a favorite target of both Cousins and RG3. So even if the you know quarterback situation gets a little bit dicey later on, he's still going to be fine for you. And he had 92 yards last week, which was impressive. So you have to play him. He looked good. Yeah, He's a must-start. Deshaun Jackson, he put up another big week. You know, Deshaun had seventh highest scoring wide receiver last week in the league. He's finding a pretty good rhythm with Cousins. He's getting some nice deep ball threats. And the Titans are middle-of-pack defense. So you got to play him as well. My gut calls Alfred Morris and then Pierre Garçon. Again, the problem with Garçon is he's just purely not being targeted enough. He finally did score a touchdown, but other than that, he only had 31 yards off four catches, so that's not great. And the big, you know, the deep ball threats are going to Deshaun, so it's kind of a bit of a problem. So if you are thinking Garçon, you need to think of him in a flex role, and that's about it. Bench, Kirk Cousins. He's his own worst enemy right now. He's in, like, this, like, self-destruction mode. Because he plays really well, and then all of a sudden he like threw all the you know three interceptions in the last fifteen minutes of the game. I mean, he had three hundred fifty-four yards and two touchdowns. He was putting up a really nice game, and then it was like self implosion at the end there. It's weird. And, and with that aside, when you're looking at you know who's above him in the rankings, there's at least six other quarterbacks that are you know quarterbacks that are out there for the taking that have better matchups. So I just don't like Cousins this week. Bam. Comparatively. Bam. Seattle Seahawks that aren't that great against the St. Louis Rams. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, I think the Seahawks are pretty great. I think <laughs> I think the Cowboys and the Chargers are pretty great too, though. So I I just think that they there there are there's a tier of great, and they're not always great against the greats, but they're great against the Broncos. So let's not get too excited. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Covering this team is like a. It's a. That's Brandon's one off of the night. Yeah, no kidding. Love it. Well, I just, you know, I, it's so hard for me to cover this team because I keep having like Super Bowl flashbacks. So it's all I'm going to ever think about. I'm not even going to apologize for it. Literally, it ruins my day all the time. Um, but on a happy note, uh, play him if you got him. Russell Wilson, everyone gets one bad week. Literally, he's only had one bad week. I just want to repeat you that. You know what? It's the one Arizona. week I put him in my starting lineup, and I hate that guy, and I'm like, this is why I hate you. Yep. 
I can't believe you didn't start him all season when I've been telling you all season to start him. Because I had Nick Foles, and Nick Foles actually was doing pretty comparably well. And I hate Russell Wilson. So finally I conceded. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm going to put him in. And then blammo. Crap. Okay. Well, crap um, prior to their loss, he has scored two touchdowns in every single game and only one interception on the season. So as of right now, he's averaging 44.2 rushing yards per game, and he scored two times rushing as well. So he's still a top 10 guy, especially against St. Louis. Rock it out. Marshawn Lynch, last week was the first week that Lynch didn't score a touchdown, which is crazy. Yeah. He scored a touchdown every single week. Right, terrible. Don't get selfish. Look at other people's running back problems. That's right. That's right. (laughs) That's right. He was terrible, but you're right. Uh, Don't be selfish. Don't be selfish. Okay. So Seattle Seahawks defense. Okay. Last week, the Seattle defense stepped it up a little bit to the fantasy plate. Okay. Uh, And even though they lost the game, they did... um, you know, they blocked a kick, they scored a defensive touchdown, they forced two fumbles, so, you know, hey, that's not bad. They even sacked Roma once. Not bad. So, um, I think that St. Louis is not great on offense, so um, they give up the second most points to defenses, so you can safely start them, although I still think they're not in every game defense. Got calls none, and that's because I'm going to do my little rant, which is called, everyone else in the Seattle Seahawks should be on your bench, or you should drop them literally do not pass go, do not collect $200. And I'm especially going to pinpoint Percy Harvin. He's only had over 50 yards uh, total on offense one time all season, and it was week one, okay? Last week, he caught three passes for zero yards, and he rushed three times for negative one yard. That's right. You got negative .1 points in standard scoring leagues. That's insane. Unacceptable. I mean, you have to either try to trade him for even just, like, someone that – maybe you believe in randomly or you just have to drop him because when can you ever feel confident starting him and then everyone else is just as bad now I'm not telling you that he's not going to have a big week in the future and I'm not going to tell you that the other guys aren't going to have a big week in the future they are but the problem is they spread around the ball they have tons of players no one is worth starting I just I can't put this in your mind enough just just don't if you but if you do have him then play him stand by it I'm not going to be there with you. <laughs> you I want to call this episode The Rant. The Rant. The Rant. We've all well, by on. now, going into week seven, you actually can say definitively some things. And this is one of those things. Anton Smith, one of those things. Cordella Patterson. You know what? We need to like create next year in our rankings like a potential list. It's the buyer beware. These are the guys with potential <laughs> that all they're good for is... For sure, screwing up your lineup. That's right. Yeah. Every Cordell time. Patterson. Cordell Patterson. Percy Harvin. Looking at you guys. Right here. Well, this will be a really quick one. So we got the Rams. Playing if you got them. None. Gut calls. Yep. Brian Quick. I am so sorry to everyone that I told on Twitter to start <gasps> Brian Quick last week. Everyone did. Painful. Though. What a crazy It was thing. his worst week by far. He only by scored far. one point, and he has been so consistent up to this. So I don't want people, like, jumping ship and freaking out. Quick is going to be fine. I mean, the 49ers, you know, were the first team to really figure out how to shut Quick down. So I'm a little bit nervous because you know that the Seahawks have been studying that tape on exactly how they did it. Um, but, again... I don't think it's going to be as bad as it was last week, so I'm not saying start him as a wide receiver, but I think you could maybe put him in a flex role. 
for a little bit more of a confidence booster after last week. That was rough. I'm sorry, guys. That was a rough one. Uh, bench warmers. I've got uh, my notables with the St. Louis Rams defense. I don't know what happened to them. They're, like, non-existent. It's really sad. Um, they went from literally having one of the best front seven to nothing. Um, Austin Davis I also have on my bench, even though he's playing really well, but there's just better options. And then Jared Cook. Not a bad little outing for the Cookster, guys. Not bad. I started him. Not bad. How about it? He pulled in seven points. Um, And he's been putting up points every week. And like we said, this is no small feat for tight ends to actually consistently Mm -hmm. score you a point every single week. And he's been scoring, you know, between Mm -hmm. four and seven points each week, week, which is not bad. The problem is there's 16 other tight ends ahead of him with, you know, larger season totals. So you're still not starting Cooks. But I just want to throw a little shout out to him because I usually ride him pretty hard. But he's still ride the pine. Uh, and then the St. Louis Rams backfield. Zach Stacy. I am angry with Bye. you. Betty Cunningham, you were nothing but a tease. And Trey Mason, you actually led the backfield with a whopping 40 yards last week. Sorry, boys. That isn't good at cut it. You got to bench every single one of them. It's completely unacceptable. Unacceptable. Done. Done with you, Rams. Cleveland Browns, 3-2. and two, The Jacksonville Jaguars, 0-2. Oh 0-6? Oh That's what I meant. <laughs> That's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> We're not no. going to count for it. Corey doesn't even think they've you know, they played so games. Close. Do no. those games count? Um, okay. I, well, I haven't watched Brown. them. <laughs> yeah, it's sad. Well, I, you know, I was telling uh, someone in an interview today uh, that, um, that your daughter loves the Jacksonville Jaguars for their helmets. Totally. They're great helmets. Love them. They're the rumors. They're great helmets. They're great helmets. Two tones. So uh, Cleveland Browns play him if you got him is Ben Tate forever. Jags are weak against the run. They're weak against all of it, but they're eighth. They give up the eighth most fantasy points to running backs. So go for it, Jordan Cameron. I said it. If he was gonna come back, that would be the week, and he did. Yay! Three. He caught three passes for 102 yards and a touchdown. And good. this week he goes up against the Jaguars, and they give away the fourth most fantasy points to tight ends. Lots of surprises here. Uh, gut calls Brian Hoyer. The only reason is that there are actually some good quarterbacks with some good matchups, but he's right in there. Um, his numbers have been a little, like, pedestrian. He's kind of like Alex Smith a la two years ago. Not last year, because Alex Smith last year was great. Yeah. Um, but he's kind of game managery, but they're winning and, uh, they don't turn over the ball. It's fantastic. So he really doesn't turn anyway. the ball over, which is no, he's only thrown one interception. Here's a not so fun fact. Do you know that Brian Hoyer is owned in 7% of leagues and Johnny Menzel is still owned in 50% of leagues <laughs> at ESPN? It's so offensive. It's so offensive. So offensive. You know what? I bet if I threw my name up on there, I'd be owned in more percentage of leagues <laughs> than Brian Hoyer. I don't you, Ashley. Yeah, you would. 7% of league. And the guy's going up against the Jaguars. That's crazy. He's going to kill it. He's going to do great. I borderline would start. I I do have him in a two-quarterback league, and I'm playing him. And he's done well for me. Love him. No problems. So um, on the bench, I'm putting Andrew Hawkins on the bench because I have a new uh, philosophical thing. And I don't know if, Ashley, you want to be on this bandwagon with me. Um, but uh, just because you had brought up a similar situation. If someone scores you zero points, I think the next week they're on your bench. I think that's my new rule. Zero points, bench. Unless there's an injury or something. 
left the game. Right, 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 right. I think A.J. Green left on the first snap and like, you know, game two or something like that. Okay, well, maybe. But, you know, listen, I just think philosophically, mentally, you just have to let them go. So he's had a ton of targets, but the last two games have been bad. And the last one, he had zero points. So he's on the bench. As far as the Jacksonville Jaguars are concerned, they're all on the bench. No, actually, there are a lot of got calls in this game, oddly enough. So I'm just going to run through them real quick because there are no play them if you got them. But only you know how desperate you are. So, Yay. on that note. That's a perfect way to describe the Jacksonville Jaguars. You only yep. know yeah. how desperate you are? Yep, them and the Oakland Raiders. Yeah. But you know what? Andre, you know, Holmes and, and James Jones Holmes. are running people fantasy. Absolutely. They, too, are in guard calls. There you go. Up. And, and let me tell you, Cecil Shorts caught 10 passes for 103 yards last Absolutely. week. Absolutely. So can't be mad about that. That's impressive, no matter who you are. So if he can continue that, I'm okay with you playing him. But he does get hurt every other game, so just know that's when you yep. get him. <laughs> Allen Robinson. Uh, the Browns are pretty average against wide receivers, uh, but quietly, Robinson is the number one wide receiver on the team. Uh, that, that's not saying a whole lot. But it's true. Since week one, he's never seen less than six targets in a game. And last week, he caught eight passes for 68 yards. Not bad. Blake Bortles threw for 336 yards. He still got one interception, but it wasn't two. That's right. Way to be positive, Brandon. Winning. Hey, it wasn't two. And... The biggest play or uh, got call is Clay Harbor, who is the tight end. Mm-hmm. You have no idea who he is because he's only been playing for three weeks, but he is here. Uh, he decided to show up in week four, and uh, he's one of Blake Bortles' favorite people. And last week he caught four or um, sorry, three of his four targets for ninety-one yards and a touchdown. And for a tight end, that's a celebration. Yep. Uh, so that's great. Bench warmer Storm Johnson. I'm Was sorry. Was he the cold cut guy? All- Storm Johnson? Was he the cold no, cut? No, I mean, no, 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 no. Clay. Oh, Clay? Maybe. We're going to find We're out who the cold cuts guy is. Uh, but Storm Johnson ends up no one can run behind Jacksonville's offensive line. It wasn't just Toby Gerhardt's fault. In fact, he had the best week with 42 yards in week one. That's sad. So everyone who was all big on Storm Johnson, sorry. I, I think this is what it is, you know. <laughs> so there you go. Boom. Boom. Cincinnati Bengals 3-1-1 at the Indianapolis Colts 4-2. All right. Giovanni Bernard. He left the game last Sunday after a big hit, but he did return, and he should be ready to dominate against the Colts who give up the eighth most fantasy points to running back. So play him. Sanu had another big game last week against Carolina with 120 yards and a touchdown. Love him. The best part about Sanu is that he was targeted 15 times and caught 10 of them. I love it. Yeah. With Green and Jones still out, I mean, Sanu is the number one guy there, guys, and you should play him. Love that him. That was some more crazy Twitter follow stuff, right? Where we were, we were saying play Sanu. I'd be like, no, no, no. Play Keenan Allen. Yeah. Sanu Stop is not it. just like a, a fill-in receiver no, he's, he's good he's, he's good and he can get guy. yeah he can get open so play him and now that marvin jones is out for the whole season yeah i mean sanu he's, he's real sanu. deal it's like brandon oliver real deal yes they're gonna stay in the game absolutely people. and for that i mean i've got brandon tate ranked 58th but this might be your sleeper you guys if you are really thin on wide receivers this week you might want to take a look at Brandon Tate. He had five targets last Sunday for 38 yards and a touchdown. You know, he'll be worth a roster spot going forward. 
Um, so I, I'm into them. You know, the Colts are yeah. a really – they're really good at covering wide receivers, but that will only hurt Sanu and help Tate. So um, I like both of them. But I've got Tate and got calls. i got Jeremy Hill and got calls. Um, but, again, they give up a lot of – a lot of points to running backs. So I told you to play him last week. He got you nine points. If that's good enough to play him again this week, I would do that. Um, Jermaine Gr- um, Grisham, we have him ranked at 27th, but I'm almost like you might. He's a viable option this week. I know. Mm. I know. He's not Such very talented, but the Colts give up the ninth most <laughs> fantasy points to tight ends, and we're kind of thin on tight ends here, people. So... You, you might you might want to think about it. And bench Andy Dalton, although he is helping his team, he's not really helping your fantasy team. So, bummer. Bummer. Uh, and you know what? Mike Nugent, I don't blame you. You're not the reason why, and I appreciate you. I want, Don't you always think of Ace Ventura when a kicker misses uh, a big kick? Well, and then you got some guy calling him out at the end of the game saying, you've got one job. A teammate did? Yes. Oh, I didn't Pac-Man. know that. Pac-Man. Pac-Man was like, you know, I'm just saying, you got one job. Do your job. That's what he you like, get paid he like for. He folded in. The, he, he knew the moment he kicked it that he and he make full he, contact. He got three field goals before that moment, two plus 40 yards. So it wasn't just him. How about defense? You play your game. How about that? I'm going to call you yeah, out, Cincinnati, because you two are on my bench, Cincinnati's defense. Negative points, Mm-mm. two games in a row, you're done. And the Indianapolis Colts, hey, play me if you got them. Let's do this. Andrew Luck, duh, not even going to talk about it. T.Y. Hilton, congratulations. Nine targets, nine receptions, 223 yards and a touchdown. Okay, okay. I've got him in must- That Thursday night game was crazy. Yeah, I'm gonna, I have him in must-starts, but don't expect that again, okay? Yeah. Don't, don't even, no. okay? He, I mean, no. Yeah. But... He'll probably hear about this week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the Bengals give up the sixth fewest fantasy points to wide receivers. I would expect a good solid seven points from him, but hey, you do it. Do what you need to do. Um, Same with Reggie Wayne. You know, Wayne could really benefit from Hilton having a huge game last week because everybody, all the Mm -hmm. defensive guys are going to be following him and and Bradshaw, and they're going to let, you know, Wayne just kind of run around. So possibly... He could see a little bit more uh, touches, targets, yards, so we'll see. And Ahmad Bradshaw, we're playing him. Dwayne Allen and Kobe Fleener, I've got them in must-starts this week. Cincinnati Bengals gives up the most fantasy yeah. points to tight ends, and they're both good. They've both had good games, and they've had, both had good games on the same week. So do yeah. it, you guys. Awesome. Love them. Out of Vinatieri, duh. I got Trent Richardson and gut calls. Richardson had a touchdown. Yay. Um, he's a flex <laughs> player. That's it. Nothing higher. If you don't have flex on your league, you're not playing Richardson. And I've got uh, the Colts defense on the bench, you know. You know. I mean, yeah. they're good. They've, they've gotten themselves to the top ten defenses, but Cincinnati's legit. They only give up the fifth fewest fantasy points. They know how to score points, so we're not playing them. Well, they don't turn it over no. much. Yeah. No. They Which keep, confuses yeah. me why Andy yeah. Dalton's not scoring more fantasy points. Right. Yeah. Um, so we are moving on to the Minnesota Vikings 2-4, and four, the Buffalo Bills 3-3, three and three, game of the week. I was just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Take it right out of your mouth. This game is more <laughs> legit than the Titans game, guys. Like, this one could 
This is a legit game. <laughs> Tell me one person on the Vikings that's le- legit. Tell me one. Oh, I was going to say one. Sammy Watkins for Buffalo. <laughs> Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins. <laughs> Touchdown, oh, Sammy Watkins. Uh, I got nothing with the Vikings. Jerry McKinnon. Yeah, no. um, there's not very many of you, but he's the best player on the team. So congratulations. Um, he's a very tough runner. Um, I love him. But the offensive line's really bad. And Buffalo gives up the fewest oh. fantasy points to running back. So even he's not a good play this week. Um, Minnesota's defense, we have them ranked 10th. Um, Buffalo gives up the 11th most fantasy points to defense, and they're not bad, you know. For not a good team this year, they're actually doing an okay on the defensive side. So I'm into it. Blair Walsh is, uh, we got him ranked 16th. Teddy Bridgewater, we have him ranked 28th. Um, He got you two points last week, so, you know, that's exciting. Um, And Chase Ford, I just wanted to say his name because I didn't even know he played in the NFL. We've got him ranked 32nd of the tight end position, just in case you didn't know who he was. That's a really good name. It is a good name, a Chase name. Ford. Chase Ford? That's, that's a sexy name. And for a backup to Kyle Rudolph, he had high standards yeah. to live up Hi. to. My name yeah. is Chase Ford. Kyle Rudolph, Kyle another Rudolph is name. another good name. Yeah, no so. Chase Ford. No Chase Ford. He sounds like either of you. Um, but that's it. That's all I got to say about the Vikings. I'm not even going to talk about the receivers because if the best guy on the field is Greg Jennings, there's not much to say. Not much to say. Oh, Jennings, I, I miss him. Mm. I miss good Greg Jennings. Yeah. Green Bay. Green Bay style. We got the Single Buffalo tier. Bills. Oh, yeah. Me. That's you. <laughs> I was like, who's like, she picks up her glass of wine to, like, kick back for a second. She's like. Hold on. Yeah. Woo. Okay. Buffalo Bills. So, uh, yeah, you know, it was really interesting um, that the Vikings give the fifth least fantasy points to quarterbacks. Which I, I don't usually start with my bench, but you guys, Kyle Horton, <laughs> great for your fantasy team, great for the Bills, not someone you're ever going to start. So, hmm, he always throws an interception in every. But he's game. kind of a fun story, though, NFL story right now. Yeah, yeah, and he's totally grizzled. Yeah. And, you know, he looks like a science teacher when he's at a press conference. He's wearing like khaki <laughs> shirts. <laughs> I didn't even know they had such a thing. It's it, yeah, he's fun. Oh, so, but don't play ridiculous. him. Ridiculous! I love it. Who is playing? Fred Jackson. Fred Jackson. It's your birthday. Jacks, I want baby. what he's having. Yep. Whatever it is, I would like that. Um, yeah, so he caught four passes for 17 yards and rushed 10 times for 26 yards and a touchdown last week. And uh, he's a stun muffin. You know who's not? C.J. Spiller. Oh. Every year. He's on the potential list. C.J. Spiller. <sighs> so he uh, got benched after uh, cause, er, dropping a fumble into the ground into sadness and uh yeah it was bad you guys really bad and uh the only reason he's in gut calls is because uh the bills may want to rest fred jackson to keep him fresh at the end of the game um so you heard me keep fred jackson fresh keep fred jackson fresh well they give up the third most fantasy points to running backs so there is potential but yeah. it's so hard so hard Sammy Watkins and Robert Woods so here's the deal for some reason Mike Williams doesn't want to play for Buffalo anymore and his agent is shopping him and it's getting awkward in the um, locker room so what's happening with that well last week the Patriots put Sammy Watkins on Revis Island so um, it wasn't impressive two yards or two passes for 27 yards but Woods is already feeling the unhappy Williams 
pick me up. Uh, he <laughs> caught seven passes for 78 yards and a touchdown last week. So Robert Woods is on the way up. So if you're desperate in a league or you need some wide receiver depth, pick him up again. He was not worth it at the beginning. He is now with Kyle Orton and without Mike Williams. Ben Tormer's everyone else. Everyone else. <laughs> everyone else. This one uh, should be pretty quick. Seeing how Brandon already told us she's got nothing for the Chicago Bears. We got the Miami Dolphins two yeah. and three, the Chicago Bears three and three. Yep. I do want to say that we, on our t shirts that we have made, we need to have Courtney's token phrase of, I'm into him. And now Brandon's with, uh, only you know how desperate you are. Mm-hmm. I love it's that. <laughs> it's fantastic. It shouldn't be no more faking it anymore. It yeah, be, you only know how desperate oh, you how are. How desperate you are. Wait. Um, <laughs> but you don't have to be desperate to play Mike Wallace. Ooh. You don't. You know, Wallace came back from the bye week. I was a little bit nervous because, um, you know, Wallace has been a little bit touch and go here and there historically. But this season he's been fantastic. And he came back and had another 12-point game. So he had 67 yards off five catches. He scored a touchdown. He fell in the top 20 receivers last week. And the Bears have a pretty mediocre secondary. So I think it's going to be another good week for uh, Mike Wallace. I agree. Lamar Miller. I also am starting Lamar Miller. So he is finally playing up to his potential. Um, And there's a few things that are helping him out here, right? So A, we've got an improved offensive line. We've got no Sean Marino, which... Honestly, him coming there was the best thing for Lamar Miller because it made Lamar Miller actually have to step up his game because there has been no one that has really challenged right. him in the backfield. And I swear to God, if somebody tells says Daniel Thomas's name out here right now, I will lose it. Uh... I will lose it. But, and I also do think that, you know, because Lamar Miller is a young player that, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that if I had a running back and I wanted him to learn from somebody that I would throw him at no Sean Marino. But you know what? No, Sean Marino, he's taking a team to a Super Bowl. And he, you know, can show somebody how to get it done. So I think, honestly, that has helped Lamar Miller out. And Mike Wallace has helped Lamar Miller out, too, because finally the defenses have to spread out a bit because Wallace is a deep ball threat, so they can't just, you know, suffocate the line. So all good things for Lamar yeah. Miller. I'm liking him. Starting with confidence. Gut calls, none. Bench, everybody else. Sorry, Dolphins fans. There you go. And you know what? The Bears... Everyone. You start everyone. I'm so sick of talking about it. And you know what? If I have to take time off from my day to answer a Twitter question that says, pick two, Marshall and then somebody else, I'm going to tell you, no, you should ask me pick one and name the other people. (laughs) Yeah. I don't have time for you. Why? (laughs) Why do people even question these things? If you ask me a question with Jay Cutler, Brandon Marshall, (laughs) Elshon Jeffrey, Matt Forte, or Martellus Bennett in the question, I'm not going to answer it anymore. You heard me. Yeah, I like that. Literally. At Brandon, her FFB has no time for stupid questions, Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Now people know. Don't ask any bear questions. You're starting them all. So good. But then one of those guys that always answers questions for us will be like, well, I don't know. Marshall might be hurt. Are you out of your mind? It's You're playing so him. Who was the other so person good. we've banned on Twitter this week? Who was it? That we're not going to answer if you ask? Oh, I already have a short memory. Sankey. <laughs> it was Sankey, yeah. right? Sankey. Yeah. yeah. Sankey, Sankey and the Bears for different reasons. Reasons. Well, let's totally see different. who you're going to play Keenan from Allen. the New Orleans Saints 2-3 and three, the Detroit Lions 4-2. and two. 
Every time I want to take a drink, it's another team I can't handle talking about. <laughs> okay, New Orleans Saints. So here's the problem. The Lions are fantastic. The Lions' defense is fantastic. And I know that they played against the Vikings last week, and, you know, everyone's like, all right. You know, but every week they've been really, really good. Um, they give up the absolute least fantasy points to quarterbacks. They give the eighth fewest to running backs, the absolute least to wide receivers, but the 16th most to tight ends, and Jimmy Graham isn't there. <laughs> so. It's a worst-case scenario for the Saints. So play him if you got him. No one. You heard me. No, no one. one. <laughs> I feel good about that. Gut calls. Yeah, gut calls. Drew Brees. I'm sorry. If you decided that you need to bench Drew Brees for someone that has a better matchup, I wouldn't be upset with you on this one. I know, I know, Drew Brees is a stud, and we tell you not to sit your studs, but by week seven, we have a little more information. Also, he threw three interceptions last week at home against Tampa Bay. Now, I know, or not last week, it was before the bye. He did get a bye week. Hopefully, he's rested up, but I can understand your uneasiness. Mark Ingram's back. Yay. <laughs> so, he's the only guy I will tolerate you starting. Um, he was averaging 82.5 yards total offense and 1.5 touchdowns before he got hurt. So that, those are great stats. So something to think about. Bench warmers, literally everyone else. It's totally brutal. Don't do it. However, I will tell you that supposedly Benjamin Watson and Josh Hill are going to split um, the tight end work while Jimmy Graham's out. I think Josh Hill's going to get more than that. He's supposed to be working with the first team a little bit more. So if you are going to bet on that, if there's if you're in a really deep league and there's no one available and you have to pick up Jimmy Graham's backup, and I, I'm in some leagues like that too. So if you are in that, I would bet on Josh Hill before Ben Watson. But that's a total gut call, news-based guess. Good. The Detroit Lions. Yeah. Like Brandon said, Lions defense. Boom! Yeah. 20 points last week. Drop 20 the points. Mic. Drop the mic. I mean, come on. I, I mean, they're the second they're the second most points total. Yes, they're playing Drew Brees, but like Brand said, Jimmy Graham is out, and Drew Brees has been so-so. So I wouldn't even remotely think twice about starting mm. them. Um, Golden Tate, I also must start. I know this was also a really bad week, much like Brian Quick. We are sorry. But I'm sticking with my guy. I'm sticking with him, even with Calvin Johnson out. The Saints have a horrible defense. The fourth worst secondary, in fact, in the league. <laughs> Um, and I think this could be a bounce back week. I really do. I think so. I got calls, Matthew Stafford. Mm. Stafford owners are really, really, really feeling the pain of Calvin Johnson's absence. Um, and it's become very, very apparent just how much Stafford leaned on Megatron. So he has only scored 11 points in each of the last two games. And that's just not going to cut it. It just, it just isn't, um, you know, and the Saints give up the seventh most points to opposing quarterbacks, so that's why I have him in the gut call section. That's the only reason I have him in the gut call section right now is because of that fact. I and mean, he does have Golden Tate to throw to, but I don't feel great about it. Drake Bell had a really good week, though. Um, 15 points. He rushed for 74 yards and a touchdown. And he had almost 20 touches. But Reggie Bush was out. Reggie Bush is going to be back now, so you can't expect that 20-touch kind of production and before that, uh, he was he would kind of be in that seven point to three point range per game. I think you maybe expect seven points this week, but I think the most you can consider him for is a flex role. Um, and then my bench is Reggie Bush. So even though Reggie Bush is the starter, he has scored less points than Joyke Bell, um, and he may have a good game. But again, we kind of come from the train of thought that I would rather have a player have a good game on my bench 
and continually burn myself in the lineup with him. And Reggie Bush is this kind of guy. Uh, the Saints give the tenth most points to running backs, so there is a potential that he will maybe have a good week. But I don't, I don't think this is the one. So bench him. Oh. Bench. Carolina Panthers three, two, and one at the Green Bay Packers four and two. Can we talk about that tie? Rivera, you were my yeah. favorite. You're a candy beep. You know, you know. <laughs> Um, Calvin Benjamin. <laughs> hey. Uh, we're going to start him again. He caught seven of his eight passes for 49 yards and a touchdown. Not bad for a rookie. Must start. Cam Newton. What? What? Fantastic. So good. so good. And this is why we drafted him. He is running, my people. 107 yards and a rushing touchdown. Yes. Add that to 284 yards passing and two touchdowns. Okay. Okay. Now, Green Bay is tough against quarterbacks. So just, you know, he's not going to get those points again this week. But it was exciting. It was fun. He's still, you know, he's got targets, including Greg Olson. Another great game. Hello. Fantastic. 62 yards and a touchdown. I love him. Um, he is having trouble with his ankle, so I wouldn't expect him to be in it for all the snaps, but it's also uh, You think with homeboy, like, <laughs> cranking the ankles of him and Cam? He's like, wow. Oh, my God. He's so intense. Gross. That but he's was... Newton's favorite target, so you're going to start him. Yeah. Jonathan Stewart is back. Um, so excited. So exciting. Uh, no. Practice in full pads. <laughs> um, you know, he wasn't very productive when he was healthy, so if you want to take a chance on him, feel free. I'm not going to. And the bench, the Carolinas' defense. They're very hot and cold. Wow. Yeah, right? and it's Green Bay Packers, so they like to score points. Not into it. Bench. I agree. Um, so I just realized that I don't have my uh, computer hooked up to power. So we're going to get through this. Look at split. Green Bay Packers, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run away. Uh, it's going to be really cute on video, though. I'm going to do something funny. Uh, so the Green Bay Packers, <laughs> did I just freeze? You made the weirdest sound, but it's probably not gonna come <laughs> off amazing. on the podcast. It was amazing. That was good. Oh, great guys! You should text okay. your husband. We're gonna power cord in. I just did. Good. Yeah. All, right. all right. I'm all over it. I'm Smart. all over it. Uh, so Green Bay Packers. Uh, well, Roger Nelson Cobb. Every week starts. What is there to talk about other than the fact that you know that Aaron Rodgers rushed seven times for 34 yards last week in Miami? Did not know that. Right. He doesn't want the little youngsters to be the only ones rushing around. Uh, Gut calls. <laughs> I told you last week, and you guys thought I was crazy, that I would trade Eddie Lacy high if I could. Well, now we're crashing back down to earth. James Starks is getting 50% of the touches or of the snaps, so just putting that out there. Hmm. The Panthers give up the second most fantasy points to opposing running backs, though, so he could have another good week. And I'm t- still telling you, you might be able to do a switcheroo that might benefit you. Um, Devontae Adams. So he's had a couple of good weeks in a row now. So last week he had um, eight targets. He caught six of them for 77 yards. And the Panthers gave up the sixth most fantasy points to wide receivers. So, I mean, if you're in one of those deep, crazy leagues where you just kind of need a flyer, I don't think he's so bad. Me neither. I like him. No, I, so I like him. Receiver three flex this week. Yeah, I like him. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, my hero's here. Thanks, honey. Uh, Charger. Um, we'll talk about the Chargers next. So I wouldn't play their defense, but other than that, yeah, the whole Green Bay Packer team, again, like the Bears, 
Moving on. Nice. Kansas City Chiefs two and three. The San Diego Chargers five and one. This is another really short one, guys. Shocking, shockingly. But uh, play if you got him, Jamal Charles. You're sticking with your guy. You have to. You just have to. Um, this could be a tough game, though, and the Chargers have a pretty good defense. So don't expect a 28-point game. Um, but I do think double digits would be fair. I'm saying more in that 10 to 11 range from him this week. Um, but you're playing him. Gut calls would be Niall Davis. So the Chiefs are expected to give the brunt of the workload to Charles. Uh, I think the bye week did help as well with kind of trying to get him healthy. You know, and Davis will be used very sparingly as a running back, but I do think he's going to be used more so as a receiver. And he proved to have very sure hands, and so I think that you could possibly consider him in a flex position. Definitely don't put him in one of your running back positions. And then bench is everybody else because really, I mean, the receivers are horrendous, and Alex Smith is not a viable option unless you're in a two-quarterback league. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Great. It's the Chargers. Yeah, and I got a Charger now. Ooh, ooh, hey. I can't believe I forgot that. So, San Diego Chargers going on Kansas City. Well, you know, Kansas City's good against the run, but nobody cares. Name Brandon Oliver, I'll tell you that much. That guy Mm -hmm. is on fire. Mm -hmm. Way to go, you guys. So, he rushed for 101 yards last week, a touchdown, caught four passes for 24 yards. There's just nothing wrong with this kid. And he's not going to go away when Ryan Matthews comes back. He's touches and everything will drop but he will still be involved you have to own him if he is available and if he is available there are crazy people that you play fantasy football with in your league i would argue to say the chargers are crazy people if they bring ryan matthews back in over oliver but we all know my feelings about ryan matthews yeah well we got a couple more weeks before we can get really ranty about that but i'm with you mm-hmm. uh philip you know I philip rivers by the way he's still rocking this season um, if you are one of those people that has like Matt Ryan and Philip Rivers, you should try to sell Matt Ryan immediately. Philip Rivers is the real deal. You can ride him throughout the season. He's a okay. Um, also, fun fact, real fun fact: Rivers has thrown two interceptions on the season. No one else has turned over the ball on the San Diego offense. Amazing! Unbelievable! Because Brian doing. Matthews is hurt. Unbelievable! Also, I started singing randomly. Um, Antonio Gates, the word. Like, for some reason, with my husband today, <laughs> I was like, Antonio Gates, Antonio Gates. And it made me think, we do sometimes sing on this show. And I just could not stop because he is fabulous. Fabulous. <laughs> I don't know where that accent came yep. from. But he got three passes for 27 yards and a touchdown last week. He's A-OK. Nick Novak, once again, averaging 9.5 fantasy points. If you play with a kicker, pay attention to your kicker. Got calls, Keenan Allen, Malcolm Floyd, Eddie Royal. I listen like that because they're all the same person. And I'm sorry, Keenan Allen owners, but that's the reality of the life in which you live. So they're all wide receiver three or flex people, but they're all consistent. So that's what they do. And the San Diego defense, uh, oddly, they've only allowed 91 points, which is the lowest in the league, and they haven't had a bye week yet. An oddly good defense, and... Going up, you know, against Kansas City, I think they have a chance. And, uh, you know, the bench warmers like the Bears. You can debate starting them all. Starting them all. Nice. We got the Arizona Cardinals 4-1 at the Oakland Raiders. Not so much. The best team, though. I would have to say they're the best of, like, most improved. you know, losing. Yeah, most improved. There you go. That's what I'm looking we for. We should get them a little certificate. 
Yeah, they're fun games to watch. I'm telling you. I'm sure you. they'd really appreciate our certificate sure. that we send them. They'd Most appreciate anything guys. right about now. I would say. Wouldn't be condescending at all. Mm-mm. <laughs> we'll start off with the Cardinals. Play him if you got him. You know, Carson Palmer this week, uh, we got him ranked ninth, and he had a nice returning game with 250 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. yeah. You know, usually I wouldn't tell you to start him, but, you know, this is kind of the week to jump on the Palmer train and hope that there's not very much turbulence. I'm I'm into it this week. Um, Michael Floyd. Now, Floyd is a boom or bust player, and this week should be a bust. Um, so, you know, that's not the best news. But Oakland's defense, you know, and Oakland's defense is much better than we think. They give up the eighth fewest fantasy points to wide receivers. So I'm not in love, but he has all the talent in the world that I'm like, you have to start him. You just have to start yeah. him against Raiders. You just do. You just do. Yeah. Um, Andre Ellington in a PPR league, it's like, duh, you, you, you're going to start him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he hasn't been the explosive back and the workhorse that we were promised in, you know, preseason. But, you know, the Raiders give up the seventh most fantasy points to running backs, and we know how the running back situation's been this year. We're going to go with them. Okay. We're going to go with Arizona's defense. Uh, we have them ranked second. They had two sacks, three interceptions, one fumble recovery, and a touchdown. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and, hey, the kicker. Hey. Hi. Chandler so good. is his first name. Something's his last name. Um, I'm not going to try to attempt Chandler. to say it. Yes. Chandler C. Uh, he's awesome. Yeah. Double C right there. We're playing C-C. him. Larry Fitzgerald. I have to say this. I haven't been got calls, but in reality, I would bench him. I wouldn't do it. I just wouldn't do it. I'd you trade know? him. A trade, if you can. I mean, he had a good week this week, though. He did, but he had 15 points. But before that, all of his games put together didn't even equal 15 points. Yeah, but Carson and, Palmer makes a difference. Well, but the Raiders have a pretty decent secondary again. You know, so it's I just I'm not in love with Fitzgerald. I feel like oh he had a great game. You're gonna start him, and he's gonna let you down. That's that's my feeling on it. And um, George, or John Carlson. Is on the bench just because I wanted somebody. Um, the Oakland Raiders. No claim if he got him, but really close. Really yeah. close. James Jones and Andre Holmes. Yeah. I love both of them. Holmes had 24 po- fantasy points last week and 13.4 the week before. Jones had 11.6 points last week and has been the more consistent receiver. Even Bryce Butler got his hands on the ball three times for 64 yards and a touchdown last week. Against the Chargers, who are good. Um, great defense. So I really like them this week as all wide receiver three or flex. If you can pick one of them up and they're available, trust me, they're available, pick them up and play them for fun. I love them. It's going to be a good game. And Darren McFadden's on the bench. Mwah. Duh. Derek Carr, I know I gave you a hard time, and I feel like that's why you performed so well last week, so you're welcome. Um... <laughs> But he's just not consistent. He let us know at the end of the game why we're not starting him. Um, he's just a little too unreliable t- for me to play him this week. So. But a future's so bright, you got to wear shades. But the future, that's right. That's right, Brandon. I, I like that. Right. Brandon's the optimist. It's a hashtag free Bortles situation here. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Rivera, the tight end, he's really bad. So. Oh, my gosh, right? I can't believe we even ranked him. You're welcome. Um, we got the New York Giants three and three. The Dallas Cowboys five and one. I cover these teams too, so sorry you're gonna have to listen to me for a second. 
Um, play me if you got him. Andre Williams. Okay. Okay. That's it. I mean, that's all I'm going to go sorry. with. I Listen, we, we are sorry. And we do. I literally root for people who I tell you to play. I'm like, yes. Of course. Yeah. Do them. yeah. I told people to play him. And I, I like root against people who I tell you to bench. I'm like, don't score a touchdown, Tori Smith. Um, but the offensive line for the New York Giants is so yeah. bad. It is so, so bad that it is affecting everybody. So, I mean, if they can get it together, you know, he should get back to double digits. Yeah. <laughs> well, he should. I, I know we have a no Rashad Jennings. So. That was uh, very clear. Yeah. I don't think that's a fair comparison. I don't think that I think he I don't I mean he's not a Rashad Jennings but he's very close like I don't I think Andre Williams is really good it's a it was a really bad offensive line performance it affected everybody I don't know what you um, mean Eli was a stud right right uh, going to gut calls immediately because I, you know they're lucky they're there and the only reason is I I don't even know really but um, Larry Donnell I can't talk about it. Two weeks in a row, he hasn't done anything for you. Why? Because he's the best blocker on the team. That's true. They're using him solely to protect Eli because the offensive line is so bad. They can't even put him in routes because he's blocking. Yeah. So it's not his fault. Whenever the offensive, well, yeah, it's not. Whenever the no. offensive line gets it together, Larry Donnell is going to get it together. I'm just telling you. I mean, Coughlin has no choice but to do that. No, he doesn't. Yeah. He's yeah. so angry. He's so angry at the offensive line. It was hilarious. Um, <laughs> I love angry it Tom Coughlin. Like, I totally snorted. <laughs> but the Cowboys give up the second most fantasy points to tight ends, so it's really hard to bench them this week, and I can understand if you don't want to. Victor Cruz, so sad. I'm so sad. That? Oh, my gosh. When he then, like, hugged so him around the back on the car, and he's just, like, crying with his hand. Oh, broke oh, my heart. Oh, my God. It was Saddest awful. moment of the year. It was really bad. It was really bad. But for Ruben Randall and Odell Beckham Jr. owners, it was, you know, a moment for you. But it's not going to matter if Eli doesn't have time to throw you the ball. So, yeah, you know, <laughs> high risk, high reward, boom and bust players. We'll see. I mean, the, I, I, I just don't feel good. Um, and Eli Manning is on the bench. Mr. Unreliable came back, showed us what he's made of. Dallas Cowboys, play me if you got him. DeMarco Murray, first-ranked running back. I'm sorry. Okay, you proved me wrong. You were amazing. Amazing. He killed yeah. it. Killed it. Killed it. New York Giants give up the six most fantasy points to running back. So game over. Done. You're playing him. On that note, Mr. Joseph Randall. Um, <laughs> got a little bit of trouble on, <laughs> on Monday after stealing some underwear and some sample cologne um, from Dillard's, which... I think Dillard's has gotten so much press in the last three days. They're probably, like, <laughs> so excited. This is the biggest thing to hit Dillard's in a long time. Um, and Who steals sample cologne? He makes a half a million dollars a year. Like, we're talking, like, the little, like, tubey things, right? Yeah, yeah. That you can, like... Yeah. Um, he will I, not I be suspended. It, it, it appears he's only going to be fined. Um, I don't know. He's really dumb. <laughs> really, really dumb. I know a lot of people are rushing to pick him up because everyone thinks Murray is going to go down. He might. Or he might have an AP 
year of 20, what was that, 2012? Yeah. So you never know. Um, Des Bryant, sixth-ranked wide receiver. Uh, I know Des let us down with only 63 yards and no touchdowns last week, but it's Des. We're playing him. We're playing Dallas defense because they're the most improved, and I'm in love with them. Yep. Great matchup against Eli. Dan Bailey, the kicker, obviously. Tony Romo's in gut calls. Um, you know, he is – Romo has been a much better quarterback for this team, you know, after that f- really bad first game. And so – It's because they're taking the pressure off him and finally giving the ball yeah, to I mean, running he's, back. Yeah, I he's still suffering from that rib injury, and he shouldn't put up, you know, bad numbers – but this most likely won't be his week that he's going to break through 25 points either. Mm-hmm. So just just beware. Um, Terrence Williams, I've gotten got calls. And Jason Witten, eh. You know how I feel about him. He's still not my favorite. They get eight points, though. First touchdown of the season. Congrats. Yeah, it's so hard to play him. It's unfortunate. Uh, First round Hall of so Famer. So unfortunate. Be, but. but you know what? The Bronx, or the Cowboys are good this year, and I am on board. I really like them. Nobody's on the bench. We got the San Francisco 49ers 3-2, and two, the Denver Broncos 4-1. and one. Is it just me, or is San Francisco always in a primetime game? I feel like always. I don't understand. So it's every single week. Um, anyway, so Denver, Denver has improved on defense, which was great to see. Uh, they give the third fewest uh, points to wide receiver. So that's interesting. The rest of them is kind of middle of the road, but that's okay. So play him if you got him. Phil Dawson, again, pay attention to your kicker, people. He's averaging over 10 points per game. He's also completed four 50-plus kicks. That's the most in the league. So think about that. Colin Kaepernick, he's, his stats are all going in the right direction. So that's good. Um, and, you know, at St. Louis, he threw for 343 yards, three touchdowns, and rushed for an additional 37. That's awesome no matter who you are. I'm not quite sure he's going to do that against Denver, but he's going to have to do a lot against Denver to keep up. Yeah. So it's mile high air up there, which means yay Phil, Phil Dawson and probably yay to Colin Kaepernick. The only problem is I'm not quite sure who's going to be getting the passes, except for Anquan Bolden, who I have as a gut call, but I'm going to call it a gut call plus. Uh, he, right. he is so consistent. He is so consistent. And the rest of the wide receivers, not so much. So um, last week he caught seven passes for 94 yards and a touchdown. Not bad. For some reason, Brandon Lloyd is having a resurgence, but he has so few touches, it's hard to trust him for that. Stevie Johnson's great, but right now he's questionable uh, with a hip injury. And then Crabtree's probable with that nagging foot injury. So I don't, I don't really know about the other guys, but I feel great about Anquan Bolden. Not feeling great about Frank Gore. I don't understand. Mm. I don't know what they're doing with Frank Gore, with the running game in general. It's a disaster zone. Last week he only rushed for 38 yards. Yep, that's it. 38 yards. No touchdowns. Nothing. Sign, sealed, deliver. That's so it. Rough. Oh, so rough. So rough. It's not like Carlos Hyde's really getting the looks either. No. No. I just, I just don't get what's going Literally, on. Literally, you guys, it's, it's, it's unexplainable. So... If you have him, you probably have to play him, but no one feels good about it. You also don't feel about, great about Vernon Davis, who is still hurt. Mm-hmm. So um, you're going to have to check the injury report. He's still listed as questionable as hit with his uh, back injury. I don't know. I mean, tight end position is so thin that I could understand you starting him if he went in, but if you have any other option, I would not. And then bench warmers, just the San Francisco defense, because you don't start a defense against Denver, especially at my high. 
No, you don't. I'm done. Done. On to the Broncos. Um, Notables, Demarius Thomas. You're obviously starring him. Emmanuel Sanders and Julius Thomas. These are must-starts. Yep. Um, Peyton Manning. We'll talk about him in the must-starts category. This is the week, guys. You guys all thought I was going to be against the Jets, but I told you, I was like, "Eh, I don't think so. This is the week. He's going to break the record. He's going to get three against San Francisco? I, yes, I do. Okay. I do. I like it. Think big. I feel really good about it. You want to know why I feel good about it? Because four out of five games, he has thrown for three or more touchdowns. That's good. Four four out of five. So it's just going to be like any old day for Peyton Manning to have to throw three touchdowns. In mile high, it's going to nice to be Peyton it's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's going to happen. There's no, because, you know, Peyton likes to play it off because he's just one of those genuine guys like, yeah, well, once I break it, it's just a matter of time till somebody else breaks it really quickly. But you know what? He's a competitor, and you bet your ass he wants to break that record, and he wants to do it in front of the home crowd. Okay. Absolutely. It's going to happen. And now we're, and I said I shouldn't say we are, but we, we are Broncos fans. We're the we're the number one team that people like in the in the states. How exciting is that? It's not the Cowboys anymore. It's yeah, the we're allegedly Broncos. America's team. I thought it was Green Bay. Although Back, I thought backslash Peyton Manning. What? You thought what, Brian? I thought it was Green Bay. Just last year they it's said the it was no. Broncos. It went uh, Broncos, Giants. I want to say Green Bay, and then the Cowboys. Yep. Mm. Just surprised mm. by, but you know, um, but you're starting him. <laughs> <laughs> you're anyway you're, you're gonna start him and i do want to say even though i'm not gonna talk about a lot of the receivers because again they're no-brainer starts is that they're all gonna have good games too because this is gonna be a game where he's just gonna be passing because he's gonna want to get that touch that record so all of them are gonna have good games other than west walker i don't know what's going on with that i wouldn't start him unless you're in a ppr league period mm-hmm. um ronnie so hillman sad. he proved us wrong last week he had over a hundred yards rushing. Maybe it was maybe and ball. he touched the ball. Yeah, maybe he touched the ball twenty four times. I really thought they were gonna do a bit more of a committee action with Juwan Thompson and with C J Anderson, but no. they didn't. They just really pounded the ball the whole time with Ronnie Hillman, and you know what? He stood up to it and he did well. So they're probably gonna do it again this week. Now the Niners do have the fourth toughest line in the league, so do not expect another week like this. But. If he could even just get half the yardage and actually find the end zone, then you're looking similar points. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that's doable. I don't think it's going to have another 100-yard rushing game, but I could easily see a 50-yard rushing game and a touchdown. So start Ronnie. Um, my gut call is just because I need a gut call is uh, Brandon McManus, the kicker. I'm really struggling to find people in the gut call section because for the most part you that's start fine. every Bronco. Um and so I think this I think this could be a high scoring game. I really do. So I think we're gonna have the potential for McManus to be in some uh, decent length field goal situations. So I like McManus and my bench, um, none, you're playing them all. And because I was gonna put the Broncos defense on the bench, but I put them on the bench last week and they scored seventeen points. So I'm saying play them all. Play them all. It's Can the I make Broncos. a weird uh I think Jacob yeah. Tammy's going to get that touchdown. I think it's a possibility. You think so? I would I would consider starting Jacob Tammy if you're in a weird like or if you're like a daily fantasy league and you need like a flyer. I could see him scoring the touchdown because of yeah. the Colts connection. He's been with him since two thousand three or whatever. Just put it out there. And Tammy's always Tammy rarely drops balls. Tammy's consistent. 
when he plays. Doesn't play often, but possibility. I could see it. I could see it. They're all vying for that, you know, five hundred ninth catch. Right. You know, should we are. make a bet? Should we make a bet? Who's gonna get it? Okay, let's make a bet. I'm saying Jacob Tammy. Brandon thinks it's Tammy. Ashley, who are you going with? I'm gonna go with um, Julius Thomas. That's a good one. That's a good one too. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Demarius then. I'll do Demarius. Sorry, Sanders. Which, of course, means right. it's going to be Wes Walker. <laughs> yeah, so of course. Welcome. I almost went with Wes. <laughs> I almost went with Wes. But I, I don't know. We're going to go with Demarius. So Maybe the baby and the thing. old guy. It's into it. Uh, we got the Houston Texas 3-3 three and three at the Pittsburgh Steelers 3-3. Three and three. I do not get sick of talking about Aaron Foster. <laughs> I don't. And the Texans nope. don't get sick of handing him the ball. So, you know... I'm going to go off on a rant here Uh-oh. in a second. But he had 20 touches for 109 yards. He scored two touchdowns. He looked fantastic. Um, and I think you're going to get a second helping of that against the Steelers because the Steelers are not playing well this year. And he certainly is. What I like, similar with Foster, with DeMarco Murray, is that we're kind of seeing this resurgence of the power back where they actually yes. take up a large portion of the offense. Because there's been all this talk, right, about how, oh, lessen his workload, lessen his workload. But you know what? Back in the day, these running backs had 20 touches, game in, game out, no problem. So why were all of a sudden incredibly concerned? And I know that running backs, you know, lifespan the NFL is lower than most positions. But you know what? Let the guys play. They want the ball. And it's... It's helping everybody out. It helps the offense out. It helps the wide receivers out. I'm liking this resurgence of backs getting more touches, personally. Me too. Give him the ball. Yeah. Give him the ball. Give Antonio Anton the ball. Antonio can No. Right? <laughs> the international sign for Antonio Smith. Ah. Aneurysm. <laughs> Falcons. Mm. Can't even get into it. Um, Andre Johnson. Yes. I you know what you know whenever I really really trash somebody on this show they blow up that week and that was Andre Johnson so you're welcome everybody. Um, it's the it's new gonna role. Be sanky. It will not be sanky. It will never be sanky. Hold on, Let's I'm gonna go on Twitter clear. and answer swanky. 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 <laughs> he had he had a really good game though, guys. He had 99 yards and a touchdown, which tells me that he's finally starting to look healthy enough to put him in your lineup. This was his first touchdown of the season, so let's hope that that kind of next spirals and we're going to get a few more of those. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, he went missing last week. Totally gone. <laughs> Posters everywhere. Lost Seriously. Hopkins. Where, where, hello, there was Hopkins. <laughs> I can't with that guy. Gone. One catch. But you know what? It's not going to be repeat performance. He's going to be fine because the Steelers mm-hmm. actually have a decent secondary, and I think they're going to have to spread the ball a bit more. They, they can't only throw to Andre Johnson this week. So I think, you know, he's going to see some love. He'll be back. He's not totally missing altogether. Uh, my gut calls the Texans defense because the Texans defense is fantastic and J.J. Watt in particular is fantastic and they're just too good for me to bench. Um, but the Steelers do give up the eighth fewest points to defenses, which might seem shocking if you've actually watched a Steelers game this year. Um, but it's true. So, but I can't put them on my bench because they're just too good. So, there are my gut calls. My bench is everybody else. As far as the Steelers, plenty if you got them. Antonio Brown, 
like clockwork, game in, game out, 118 yards on seven it's catches. Uh, he just doesn't get in the end zone very much. So, care. you know, please throw this guy the ball in the end zone because literally he'd be having 20-point games every single week. If He's the Matt Forte for wide receivers. Seriously, it's it's it's, it's ridiculous. Run. But he's still he's still fantastic and a top receiver in the league. So you're obviously starting him, and then Le'Veon Bell, you're also starting him. Steady does it. The last four weeks, he had 15 points, 10 points, 11 points, 10 points. I mean, that is consistency at its finest. He had 18 touches for 82 yards. Another awesome week. You are always playing him. But other than that, the Steelers have been pretty bad. Yeah. So you're not playing anybody else. Great. You aren't. That's it, huh? Sad. Sad Steelers. Yeah. Do we have time for a a Google question, Court? Absolutely. Google question. I know we don't I know we don't get too many questions on your YouTube channel, but here is one. Hi. Yeah. Hi. It's uh NYC Durani. How do you rank I probably completely butchered that name, so I'm sorry. Anyway. (laughs) Um how do you rank these prospects the rest of the way? Crawl, D Mac. James Starks, Bobby Rainey, Trey Mason, and Bernard Pierce. Oh, all the misfit toys. Misfit toys, I'd like to say. Every single one of them. Um, well, I li- you know, I, liked, I like Trey Mason. I do think Trey Mason's going to get better touches, and I think that uh, he looked good. I mean, I'm into him. I got him on a team, so um, I'm hoping for the best for him. I like you, Starks out of this list. Yeah. Starks is great, and I've loved him since preseason. And Starks is getting, so. like, 50% of the snap count right now. So if something happens... I mean, all of them are really people... Things that happen to um, be behind the, the starter, right? So D-Mac, Darren McFadden, right? He is the I starter. I would do Darren McFadden yeah. first. Yeah. Then it would be, to me, I think probably James Starks. Then it's a tie, I think, between Trey Mason and Isaiah Crowell. Because I do, I mean, Ben Tate, unfortunately, does get hurt. Over Bobby Rainey? Tampa Bay is such a disaster. They're not, yeah. You can't trust It's kind of like the Jaguars. It's like, okay. I, I, would, I would play Rainey over Trey Mason. I would not put D-Mac first, but... Um, yeah, I think I we all so. see. We all disagree with this. We all, we all have our our levels, but um, we all like I think Starks. This might be so the perfect but question. Is, only you know how desperate you are. Only you know to how to play any of are. these guys. But I will say one of the th- the questions. So we write for ESPNW, and we have a questions and answers article that goes up. And one of the ones that I answered is that this is about um, if you're doing well in your league, this is the time to pick up the handcuffs. So um, if you have Matt Forte and you're, you're four and one or something, uh, this is the time to pick up Kadeem Casey. Um, it's the time to pick up the, the handcuffs and, and kind of, you know, back up yourself that way instead of having someone on your, like Percy Harvin on your bench that you'll never, ever play. So, uh, you know, all of them actually are, are rosterable depending on your starters. I guess that's, that's where I would be on that. Except for Darren McFadden, you're right. I mean, I'm not quite sure I'd ever feel comfortable starting him, so I don't know. Maybe a flex. But Maybe. I would start Isaiah Crowell if Ben Tate was hurt again. I would start Trey Mason if Zach Stacy was hurt. Not that we're saying those people are going to get hurt, but to me, you're, you're asking us for an insurance plan. You're not asking us for someone to start now. And if you are... Right. I'm... Right, and I like Trey Mason. 
I like Starks a lot, yeah. though. I think Starks I like, is, yeah. um, and it's the Green Bay Packers we're talking about here. They like to score points. So. And he's a touchdown vulture, and he yeah. always yeah. has been. Yeah, so. great, ladies. Yeah, so. See? Yep, that's where we're at. Well, thank you, guys. That was a fun little Google chat yeah, here. Google chat. Um, we appreciate you. Yeah, come to our YouTube channel. We do record our shows for fun. There's a few. Um, we appreciate you. Also, hop over to HerFantasyFootball.com. We do write articles, our little matchups for each uh, game. We love you guys. Follow us on Twitter at HerFantasyFB so we can chat with you. It's been fun. Woo. Go Week 7 Fantasy. Woohoo! Until next time, no more faking it.